Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the latest installment of the Man Cave Huddle. This episode, I just wanted to quickly do a little recapitization of Super Bowl between the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. This was a game that um, I thought that the Bengals could win if they could figure out how to block the front of the Rams. And they were able to by play calling and formation, but when they really needed to block, they couldn't get it done. Did Were the Bengals. And I think that was um, a telltale sign of what needs to be fixed with the Bengals. And as far as the Rams, um, I mean, look, Matthew Stafford, as advertised, he came in and he did his job. For me, in watching this Super Bowl, three plays stood out to me, which I felt that they weren't plays that changed the game, but they were plays that when I look at them, you really sit there and say, all right, this could have gone another way. Right before half, at two minutes, Cincinnati intercepts a pass from Matthew Stafford. One of the Bengal players who's not dressed in uniform comes on and celebrates with the defense. This is a defensive player. He gets called for a penalty, a 15-yard penalty. So instead of having the ball on the 25-yard line where, hey, you get a quick slant here, a quick run here, all of a sudden you're around midfield. You could talk about maybe getting a long field goal. They get the ball on the 10-yard line right before half. Now, granted, yeah, they're getting the ball to start half, but the point is that could have been used as an opportunity to get two scores and really go up on uh, L.A. Because when you look at what happened the way the second half started, let's say you get a field goal right there. Then you start off with the bomb to Higgins. Then the following play is a, a interception. And now you can sit there and think to yourself, we could really pile on. And um, the other two plays were uh, on the, uh, the, the the drive, the last drive for the Bengals. And Aaron Donald, as Burrow's running out of bounds, pushes Burrow in the back. And like every offensive lineman should do, he they – started protecting their quarterback and started pushing the shove in and, you know, a little scrum ensued. What they did right there is poke the bear and woke up the bear known as Aaron Donald because the next couple of plays, he proceeded to literally just push the offensive lineman into the back field of Burrow and just make some spectacular plays. A third down run stuffed it on the fourth down. He was able to beat his man, and basically just fling Joe Burrow to the floor and sealing the victory. Um, I thought this was a good game. I thought it was well played. I thought towards the end, officiating kind of helped the Rams get that last touchdown. But, you know, they are technically playing at home. They are the host city. So I'm not really upset at that. You know, these things happen. But, you know, it was it was a tight game, 23-20. to um, Halftime was dope. I mean, you had Dre, Snoop, 50, Eminem, Mary, Kendrick. They were all on stage. This, to me, was like the very first um, halftime performance. There have been hip-hop performances, but to me, this is the best hip-hop performance, if not the best halftime performance that I've seen. 
because it wasn't like, all right, it's going to be Bruno Mars, Beyonce, and Coldplay. That was one of my favorites. Beyonce by herself, that was another one of my favorites. But this, I remember the other one where they had um, Diddy, Janet Jackson, um, and they, they had, um, the um, I forgot the artist's name, but they had him there too. This was a straight hip-hop if you're not like your hip hop, now's the time to make phone calls or do whatever you got to do. And it was just fun and very empowering to see where as young men, Snoop and Dre, where they were to where they are now. Mary J. Blige as well. 50 Cent, Eminem. You know, when we're all in our early 20s. We all do say, act real dumb. But then when you kind of wise up and you mature you evolve to the best version of yourself and you go from being that young knucklehead to that experienced knucklehead to you wake up one day and you the OG, you the big homie, you the one that now people are coming up to you looking at you for some advice because you've been through some stuff in life. I mean, when you look at Snoop, Snoop is the big homie. I mean, that is the definition of the OG in the family. He's the uncle that acts very responsible and mature running around all the adults but deep down it's still inside the 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 the, the, the ratchet behavior is still there he just knows when and how to let it come out and snoop is just that cool uncle that keeps it a buck with you when you really ask them for some advice but i really liked um the halftime show and bus how the kicker for the Bengals said look man I don't need to know what the adjustments are. I just kicked the ball. So I'm going to stay out here and watch the performance. And he literally stayed out there and watched the performance. But, I mean, I thought it was it was a, a dope performance, though. And um, I know in the past I said I wanted to switch and, and talk about some other things. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about is um, finance, you know. I'm trying to educate myself and get into that realm and just understand what I could do and how I could invest my money to have my money really grow. And I've really been watching this podcast, um, Earn Your Leisure. I mean, that podcast, those guys are giving out information for free that they could be charging. And they the information they give you makes you money. I mean, um, they have uni- they, they they have all these different classes, universities you can sign up for. But they have cool interviews. They mention things where if you do it, it really, in layman's terms, give you a better understanding of the stock market, stocks, how it works. I mean, I'm still in the neophyte phase, but just listening to these guys, it gives me a type of um, confidence that I know down the road. When I learn more, I'll be able to do more. Um, I would love to just sit down and talk to them brothers, man, and really chop it up. Because one of the things that um, one of the gentlemen on there, Ian Dunlap, said, he said, like, look, if you really it's, it's want to become wealthy, it's all about playing it for the long term. So I looked at one of these um, these calculators, because when you buy stock, it's the compound interest over the years. So it's like if you buy a piece of stock for, let's say, $5, and then in a year, you made $5. Now in year two, that interest that you're making is not that $5 stock. That stock is now worth $10. So now the compound interest is on $10. And let's say every year, 
you gaining money, meaning that that interest is now more, 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 and more. One of the stocks that um, this dude said was VOO. And I went and I looked and I put it in the calculator. You know, if you get that stock and it does, and the stock is like $400, the VOO is a, a Vanguard Trust ETF fund, right? VOO. Now, if you get this stock, and you actually, it's a Vanguard S&P 500 ETF, I'm sorry. The stock is $403. You're like, what? But the thing is this, if you buy one piece of stock and you at least get 10% over the course of 20 years, that one piece of stock with compound interest in 20 years, it will be worth $37,000. I mean, you're thinking... What am I going to do waiting and holding on to something that's only $37,000? What if you every year bought another piece of stock and that one now turns into two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Now you could be talking about something where it might be able to match your 401k or something. But these are some of the things that I'm learning and finding like super interesting, man. But, um, you know, little bits of financial information that I have, I'll try and, and bring that to the table as well, just to, you know, expand horizons, talk about other stuff and not make it feel like this is just a sports or a football podcast, because I want it to be about sports, lifestyle and entertainment. Um, yeah. So in saying that, I want to end this episode with some with a positive quote. And the positive quote for this episode is be strong, but not rude. Be kind but not weak. Be humble, but not timid. Be proud, but not arrogant. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.